0: Welcome to class this morning. We're talking about sanctification again. This is the Foundations class. We are a confessional church, and so we believe in a confessional standard that outlines our biblical doctrines and theology, and that is the uh, Westminster Confession of Faith and its shorter and larger catechism. So what we're doing is we're going through the Confession of Faith. We looked at sanctification uh, as an overview last week, and now we're going to be looking at sanctification again we talked about several facets of it, but we mainly focused on the first section on your handout. There are three sections of chapter 13 on our on our doctrine of sanctification. This morning I'd like to begin by uh, reading in uh, Luke 18, 9 through 14. And we'll, uh, we'll read there and jump off uh, praying from there and on into the discussion. So let's... Uh, Let's read this together, Luke 18, 9-14, if you want to follow along. It says, And he, Jesus, also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, exalted. Uh, Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, uh, we ask that this morning you would guide us and direct us, uh, enlarge our hearts, enlarge our minds, that we might behold wonderful things in your word together. We ask that this morning you would uh, expand our uh, sanctification and our ministry uh, for your sake, for your glory, for the name of Jesus we pray in his name. Amen. All right, so as we continue on, let's consider That sanctification, as the second section of the 13th chapter says, is throughout the whole man. Just to recap, can someone explain to me what sanctification is in brief words? In what what
1: words?
0: And just briefly, what what would you call it? Okay, so you, so I would say, uh, on the scale of or on the ordo salutis, on the ordo, you have regeneration, which is new life. Okay, birth. All right, and then you've got, then you've got God dealing with our sin and our salvation. So the first thing you've got is justification, which is. The, how does God deal with our sin in justification? He deals with its... In Christ, in Christ, yeah. in Christ, in Christ. he deals with its guilt. guilt yeah. The guilt, the penalty. The penalty or the guilt is no more for those who are in Christ because we are justified. So the guilt of our sin does not fall on us. It has fallen on Christ. And we are declared to be righteous. So, the penalty and the guilt is taken care of. What about adoption? That was the next thing. So, this is chapter 11, chapter 12. This was chapter 10, really, with effectual calling. Uh, and so, um, what about adoption? What do we get there?
1: Granted, uh, I mean,
0: adopted into this example. Yeah. Well, we lose some of the effects. So go yeah. ahead. Good. Ahead.
2: Sprole, the yeah. effectual calling, regeneration, justification, faith,
0: sanctification. is how Sprole. Uh huh. Uh huh. So these are all by faith, by the way. Right. Yeah, all by faith. Uh huh. And so adoption. I'm going to say that the uh, we get the privileges that we were excluded by due to sin. So because we're sinners, we have have no rights to the privileges of sonship. One way of thinking about God's intent for his creatures is that human beings are made to be a holy people to dwell in a holy place with a holy God. A holy people to dwell in a holy place with a holy God. Uh, And so the, the, the place is really the issue here. Uh, the, the inheritance uh, we are sons of God in Christ and so we have an inheritance now and so whereas sin had blocked our privileges or inheritance that is no more that's how adoption works you see what I'm saying so adoption is our, uh, is our inheritance is restored we have the privileges so sin's effects are diminished in these acts of God alright in Christ for believers for faith Alright, so the privileges. Now, when we get to sanctification, (laughs) however you spell it, sanctification, how does sanctification deal with our sin? The power. The power. The power of sin. And ultimately, we will get to glorification. And so... What would glorification deal with in regards to our sin? Uh, it's another P. Praise.
3: Praise,
0: no, no, close. Pure. It's P-R. Purification. Well, okay, let's call it uh, presence of sin. Okay, we'll call it presence of sin. Now, just, uh, but purity is a good one as well, and, uh, and we will praise him. In, is that how you spell presence? I don't even, I, I, sometimes we don't ever write things down. <laughs> Close it doesn't even look right. I don't know. know. Presence. <laughs> presence of sin. All right. I never write things down, so who knows uh, if that's how you spell it anymore. But, uh, okay. So uh, we got, so we got four Ps. we got penalty, privileges, power, and presence. Uh, which one do we uh, participate in? Last week, we decided that, that uh, there's different views of sanctification and how it all works. Uh, one is that God does it all, which is right. Uh, one is that human beings do it all, which is right. <laughs> uh, they're both right, which is the problem, is they both can't be right. I mean, they, they can't be right because they're, they're contradictory, right? If God does it all and we do it all, uh, how can those both be right? Well, the, the key is that God does it all. Uh, And we do it all because he's doing it all. So that's the thing is that it's not half and half or 50-50 or 99-1%. It's uh, we're 100% involved in it as God's 100% involved in it. That's how sanctification works. Sanctification is a work of God's grace by faith that we receive. So so we do it by faith, but it's by God's grace. It's by God's work of grace. Work, uh, golly, this is bad writing. Work with grace. All right, so now, I wanna talk about this. In the second section, we're talking about glorification of the day. Uh, Sanification is throughout the whole man, all right? So, all right, now, if you live long enough in any community, you will adapt to that community, right? So, externally, you're gonna look like, you know, a a fine, upstanding individual a lot of times if you live, if you're gonna assimilate into a community, right? You never see on the news when there's a guy doing really bad things, like a serial killer, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, and they never interview the neighbor and like, yeah, I knew that was going on. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's not, like people doing really bad things are able to conceal it, you know, because, uh, you know, you're able to, to function externally reasonably well, uh, but uh, inside it's a mess. And as you think about these two men that we read about in Luke 18, Nine through fourteen, and fourteen it 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 speaks specifically about justification. But as we talked about last week, those that are justified uh, will also be sanctified. You know, and so so if you're justified, you're going to have sanctification. Uh, Now they're distinctive, and the sanctification and justification. Well, the the justification is not founded upon your sanctification, right? That's a huge point. Uh, But they're going (coughs) to be both present in the individual who's connected to Christ. And so he says here in 14 of Luke 18, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. Now, it says everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. As you consider the Pharisee in verse 11, in his words, what did he talk about? If you look at that, Luke 18, 11, what did he speak of in his prayer? <laughs> uh, he, he's I'm praying. I look like other men. I'm, I look like I'm not like other men, right? So, what
4: you talk about is external. Externals. Actions, external. external.
0: Works. Yeah. Completely external, right? Yeah. Now, what we're talking about in sanctification is something we can't do. We can't fake it. We can't make it look. We can't do it ourselves because it says that this in section two, this sanctification is throughout in the whole man, which includes your desires, how you think, what you want. Uh, and, and, and this guy, the Pharisee, wants approval. He gets what he wants. Like, he, he, you know, it's like you know, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, you know, hey, if you pray before men and a heap of words, you get what, you, you get what you're going for, which is people notice you. You get your award. You know, you, you're, you demonstrate you're worthy of their approval. And so uh, here he says, I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I get. It's, it's completely external. The tax collector standing far off would not even lift his eyes up to heaven, but he beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. His, his, int- his intention is not on his outward works, but he has confessed that he is uh, deep down a sinner. He understands his, his depravity. And that's a big point to think about the whole man. It says the sanctification in two is throughout the whole man, yet imperfect in this life, There abideth still some remnants of corruption in every part. Now, so we believe in total sanctification, right? If you look at the first, the first clause there, sanctification is about the whole man. Total. Every capacity, every capacity that you have, every faculty of you is going to be sanctified. And it is sanctified in principle. It's holy. Now, look at this, but it says it's yet imperfect in this life. And there, thereby is still some remnants of corruption in every part. So in every part, there's still corruption. Still sanctified, but at every part, there's corruption. Whence arises a continual and irreconcilable war, the flesh lusting against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. All right? So so here's the way that we think of sanctification. I originally saw this. Somebody had drawn it for me, and then I discovered it. But they'd gotten it from a J.I. Packer book called Rediscovering Holiness. And that's if you want a source on this. That's where I saw it first. But, but you've got up here... God's holy standard. This is how we think of sanctification, right? So, So here is me. This is where I live, right? This is me. And I'm down here and I'm sad because I realized I don't meet God's holy standard. And now what do I need to do for that? I need to get I need to get the gospel. I need to get Christ. I need the cross, and so I need cross to meet the holy standard and to reconcile me with God through His work. Okay, that's how I enter into a relationship with God is through the cross and the faith in the cross. Right. So I enter into the the work of uh, in, in my relationship with God through the cross. Then we think of sanctification as over my time, I kind of have this. You know, uneven journey upwards toward the holy standard. So I come up, I, 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 and, then I, and then I start sinning again. And I kind of veer down. I'm up and down and up and down and up and down, up and down, up and down. Now, I'm going to get really good over here. This is where a uh, Pharisee man thought he was. Okay, this is where he thought he was. All right, externally, his behavior looks pretty good. Compared to his community, I mean, like, compared to other people around him externally, he looked pretty good. I mean, so he viewed himself... As very close to the standard, right? Very close. Thank God, I'm not like that man over there, the, the tax collector. Now you see this is that when he when he goes, you know, uh, you know, up through life, there there are you know peaks and valleys, but we're in general moving closer in our understanding of our righteousness. The further we go along in this model, and I think that's the way most of us think about sanctification. Is that we just sort of, you know, we 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 we're, we're you know getting better, you know, and we we think we, and we think better of ourselves the longer we go because we learn how to play the game and how, how to look righteous because we have been in the community long enough we get it and people think we're good and and that kind of reinforces our view here that we're something else. Okay, now let's um, let's think about this and let's uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take out this. Top one here. Uh, that's good stuff, there, though. If you didn't, hey Justin, get... I
2: got a question. Yes, sir. On the kind of hundred, hundred, and God's participation or participation. Yeah, yeah. Um, see if I can ask this question the way I'm thinking. I'm wanting to ask this question. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: So, would we say that we? I don't know this answer, but it's kind of a rhetorical question. Yeah, yeah. We say that we can be sanctified without God's help, without God's work.
0: We would never say that. Right. Yeah.
2: Can would can God sanctify us
0: without our help? He can, but he ordinarily uses people, like ordinary things, like our effort. You know. So that's the thing is that he normally uses our effort, but... There's a sense in which yeah we're sanctified when we come to christ and there's that there's he declares you sanctified you're holy you're different because he's the spirit's at work in you but over time as you, as we're talking about progressive sanctification this war that we're that we're battling as we look at this i mean this this section is primarily about progressive sanctification and the lusts uh, are more and more weakened and mortified and, and and so I want to be careful to say that uh, we are participating in that at, by God's grace. We, according to like Philippians 2 12 through 13, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God at work in you both to will and to do that which is pleasing to him. So uh, so it's like God, it's God is that when God, because God is work at work in us, we will work. This is the things that I must say. So so I'd say, yeah, it's completely possible. We could be just completely, you know, limp noodle here, done nothing, you know, and God's you know, changing us internally. Yes. But ordinarily, it's, it's, we're working on our salvation, and our salvation is more than justification. It is justification, adoption, sanctification, on to glorification. So I think salvation, we think of it so much in terms of the punctiliar forgiveness of sins. But it is also the rest of our life, our relationship with God, our communion with Him, that's our salvation as well. Does that make sense? I'm kind of just thinking about. I want us to think about salvation. Sanctification is a salvation category as well, but but it doesn't. It, our salvation doesn't ride on our progress in sanctification. So, but it's a blessing that we receive because of union you know, with Christ, and God's at work in it. So, so let me re, let me. And maybe, yeah. Okay. Oh, ahead. Go ahead.
2: Uh, sorry, but like that is a like the Pharisee there. Uh huh. That's kind of a, he's using a quantitative measure, right? Yes. Like he's using like external. External. Yeah. Like, but our sanctification is not. Is not really
0: quantitative because it's. It's hard to it's hard to quantify. Right. Yeah. It's, but it's love. It's it's the law. But it's like it's the whole thing. Like so. It's like it's external. It's internal. It's the whole. It's the whole man. Uh, so so I think they're there. But it, so it's. It's, how much do we look like Christ, I guess, would be the, so yeah.
4: So, um, in here, it's not talking about sanctification, it's talking about justification. Uh-huh. And so, the yeah. Pharisee that is trying to show evidence of uh-huh. sanctification is not even on the right topic, because Jesus says, I tell you, this man, rather than the other, went home justified. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say he he was sanctified. Yeah, he did not speak was, about it. Yeah. This man, rather than the other, went home justified. And, um,
3: mm-hmm.
4: it's so like Cody's question mm-hmm. is, you know, the hundred mm-hmm. hundred, can it be that there's a hundred zero and that might be like the, the yeah. description of it. Like yeah. this guy was, you know, um, felt like he was hundred percent sanctified, uh-huh. but he wasn't even justified.
0: He was, yeah, you gotta be justified before you can sanctified, right? You, you can't, yeah, this is like, this is so much, so much the confusion is that people think it's, it's by a self powered will that we're able to do it you know we can't do it you know that that's that's a dead end to think that we 100 percent can do it you know because that there's no way without the grace of god we're going to do anything regarding sanctification we must be born again we must be yes
3: and and sometimes we just get caught up into the semantics the, the minutia of uh-huh. something rather yep. than just <coughs> just kind of Put it on a different level we are we are actively participating in our sanctification our yep. justification we're working in tandem well not
0: not in justification in with, sanctification, with sanctification we are that's the difference and right so yeah. therefore mm-hmm.
3: we you know as human beings we're always you know notches on our oh i'm good i did this i did that you know we're always trying to yeah figure out if we're doing good in God's eyes uh-huh. if, but we're looking at it through our eyes. Yes. So maybe stop
0: we got to change that. dwelling
3: on yeah. that yeah. and just dwell on yeah. okay what does Christ say to do? Yeah. Let's just do that and let's put don't worry about the other stuff.
0: Yeah, let me let me see if this will help. Okay, so I want to show you this illustration. So this is the first way we think sanctification works. This is wrong. Okay, this is it. This is not right. Okay, here's the other way. This is the Pharisee guy. How do you think the uh, the tax collector guy? What's his chart look like?
3: Um, it's so well, his chart. He's in our eyes. Okay. he's well, like he's made.
1: Shh. You mean the guy that said,
0: God well, "I'm Marsh not sin? Well, center. he sees
1: his sin. I mean, yeah. he he feels the weight of his
0: sin. He yeah. he, he yeah, I I would argue that you uh, the further you go along in Christ.
1: The, the more you feel,
0: the further fact. you're going to realize yes. I need Christ.
1: Yep.
0: I think
1: that's yeah. what he was saying. God yeah. have mercy on me. Exactly. Yeah. And I need so, somebody else besides
4: myself. Because, <laughs> exactly. you know, so, I'm not even good enough to meet a human standard. Exactly. So, <laughs> so exactly. so this
0: guy is going to see Jesus less. I need Jesus less the further I go along.
4: Right.
0: All right. And this guy is going to see Jesus. I need him more and more and more. Because I am, I mean, I thought I was a sinner back here, but man, I'm really a sinner when I get to here. I I understand I'm really a sinner. Now, so Paul would say in one of his last books, 1 Timothy 2, uh, 1 Timothy 1, it's 1.15, uh, that that, uh, I, uh, you know, this is a trustworthy saying that Christ Jesus died to save sinners of whom I am the chief or the worst, the foremost, right? So I'm the worst sinner. And that's towards the end of Paul's life in the 60s, right? He's been, you know, uh, walking with Christ for 30-some odd years now, and uh, he's at the end of his life saying, I'm the worst sinner. Okay, now, I I think that's instructive to us, to think that Paul didn't become like his Phariseeism that he grew up in. He didn't model that. He modeled more of the tax collector's prayer, which is, God be merciful to me, a great big sinner. So... Mm -hmm. question so of
2: the tax collector that's further down seeing Christ more how is he actually more holy as he progresses
0: through his sanctification because he sees Christ more he sees the cross need more and he develops a heart for God and a heart for people so this this the, the heart is getting choked out uh, uh, and, he's, and it's being replaced by self in the Pharisee, but the heart is continually growing for God because the, the, the worship is growing, right? The heart. <laughs> those, are, those are hearts, if you don't know. Uh, so. But not necessarily yeah. uh-huh.
2: the external
0: things. Not always. Yeah, you can't always see it. You can't, it's like, and so you may, think, you may be totally discouraged in your sanctification because you're like, I don't feel like I'm making any progress. And actually, that might be the most healthy thing you could say. I, don't feel like I, do,
4: I do what I don't want to do, and I don't do the thing I yeah, want to
0: do. I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm righteous. I don't feel like I'm a holy man, you know, because, like, if I understand what the standard is, there's no way I'm close. Like, that's why I need Christ. I mean, so, so the situation is you may be in your worst feelings about, man, this is taking too long. I'm not holy enough. You know, Sanification is hard. And that's exactly where you want to be. You don't want to be in, man, this is easy. I got this. I'm glad I'm not like those guys who can't get it together. Now, that's exactly the, the guy who's sacred. So, so the, the J.I. Packer quote is true Christian growth is growth downward. And that's what this illustrates downward in self-reliance downward in self uh, acclaim downward in self praise and self-reliance all these things the self is crucified right the old man is crucified and we're able able to rise as a new man you know this is the, we're, we're putting to death the old man and rising in the new to the new man the whole man is being renewed after the image of Christ I
1: would say that hmm? I don't think we have the ability Mm-hmm. To do that, like what you just said, like you're gonna rise in the new man. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I have the ability to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, but by faith, the spirit is working in me.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the issue. is by faith, right? Mm-hmm. If by faith, it's not by me. You know, so it's like I have, I'm trusting in God. Uh, I'm calling out to Him. I hate the sin. I hate the evil. And that's what I mean. The heart, His
2: faith is mm-hmm. is continually growing. The Mm-hmm. the tax collector here, because yeah. he's seeing more and more his
0: need. Just, I, I think this will help us. Sanctification is by faith also. Uh-huh. Because we know justification by faith, but sanctification is by faith also. Faith in what? Faith in who? Christ. Christ. Uh, it, you know, it's like, it, it's not like we leave Christ behind with, with adoption and justification, and that's in Christ, but all us, which is an illustration of what we talked about last week, right? So but uh, you got to get to this to understand that. So this is what we're saying, is that we have to understand. We never leave faith behind and, and uh, do this on our own. right? That's what this that's is.
1: That's the chapter that we just went through, is uh-huh. that we, we must have, we have to have the gospel.
0: Yeah.
1: In one, Question. in infect you. Yeah. Right.
0: Where do we get that Why would you Why would you ever leave behind the gospel of Jesus Christ? Yeah. Why would you ever leave behind faith? This is the whole point. Uh huh. You know, are we are we as, as we're not justified by works? Neither are we sanctified by works alone. <laughs> so, uh, that, so, but we're not. We're not. It's faith alone, and the works come. By faith. You know, the works do come. That's what we said. Sanctification and justification are never, uh, you know, you know, you don't just have justification and not have sanctification. It's gonna come with it, because you're connected to Christ. It's a faith. It's also
3: too, the scripture constantly lets us know we mm-hmm. will not be sanctified in this life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the you yeah. know, you become acutely aware of that as your faith grows.
0: Glorification you know and that's that's the good news is that it's gonna happen the presence of sin will be no more but now we still have a presence of sin and so that like the Pharisee thinks well I'm glad I'm not a sinner anymore like this guy and so that when we th- start to think we're not a sinner then we don't live by faith we live according to our own strength and works and that's not sanctified at all that's, that's, a, that's another standard uh, you know, it's a false view of where we fit on the standard. So, so as you think about this, I want to ask a question. Unless you have more questions. I love this. So, oh, actually, yeah. I just have one a Comments. Thing.
1: So when you read the Westminster Confession, um, the, what is sanctification? Uh-huh. It's, it's on your right, right? It's on the back. Yes, okay. So it's a work of God's free grace whereby we are renewed in the whole being of God and are enabled yep. more and, more, and, and more. more to die into sin. So it's and live unto righteousness. Yeah. So it's it's like this uh-huh. seesaw of things that that we're by the by the Spirit enabled. And uh-huh. That's the power that you were talking about earlier. Yes. We're enabled more and more to die in sin. Yes, as we grow in our love for God mm-hmm. and love for others, but at the same time, we we feel. Are the weight of our sin more and more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like
0: that's why I feel like this. That's why this is, works. That's why this works. Yeah, it's because
1: like you it's, feel it. It's such a.
0: It's but it's. You're uncomfortable with so This it. life. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why you know you were saying we will never be fully sanctified.
0: It's a tension there. Yeah, yeah that's right. So so yes. Question.
1: Uh The best way I see it is um, sanctification. It's,
0: it's a it's a lifelong process. Because if you read the Old Testament, you know when the Jews are finding all these people. Uh huh. Most of those people are related to them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's your flesh. Whereas Israel is your spirit. Okay. So your spirit man is going to be constantly be at war with your flesh. So you're using the analogy of the of the okay, so so the situation is like when the people enter the land, they're supposed to completely drive out all inhabitants of the Correct. land. And they leave notice, some hanging. Yeah, and if you yep. notice there is like a life an mm-hmm. empire-long history-long fight with these people that are related to them. Let me, let me explain it this way. Yeah. OK, so say you are harboring uh, Taliban in your basement or your attic. You know, you're, you're harboring Taliban. And Taliban are enemies to what? United States of America, right? Yeah. And, and so say the FBI comes to your house or CIA or whoever it is and, and discovers you're hiding one Taliban soldier in your attic, in your house. What are you? You're a traitor to a country. You're treasonous. Yeah. You, 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 okay. you didn't hide them all, and you had you, you said no to every other Taliban guy, but yes to one. You're still a, tra- a traitor. You're still treasonous. You're a bad guy. Okay. Now, if we ever start to think that we're not bad guys because we just have one sin, you know, or, or you know, a little bit of sin,
2: or that we're a little more righteous because we only have one, we just got one. one.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just hiding one yeah. Taliban. You know, traitor in our. We're traitors. Right, we got one guy, but we're still traitors. And so, and that's a big—that's a big word. Like you're you're committing treason, not against our country, but against our Creator, with sin. That's what you're doing. And so, you can never nurture sin. Always be putting it to death. Always hate it. Always grieve over. it. Always seek after new obedience to Christ. And and understand, He empowers you to do so. That's what, the only reason you're feeling that even in your dry seasons of, of low seasons and, and, and this disappointments of your lack of progress, you know, you're know you fighting, uh, and that's 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 a sign of life.
1: But I also think that um, mm-hmm. it's not only the fighting against sin, it's, it's more and more I'm looking to Christ because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more and more I see that this sin's not going away. Like, I'm not always going to have sin mm-hmm. in my life yeah. in, this, in this world.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would so, argue, yeah. So
1: yeah. more and more... Um, as as we are enabled, you know, and we continue to all of this life because we're in Christ, we continue to hate sin, okay. but we also continue more and more to look to Christ, to yeah. his righteousness. And that's what the Luke passage is talking about. Yeah. It's but, not self-righteousness, it's Christ's righteousness.
0: We have a new master. It used to be sin. We had no 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 hope but to follow that sin.
1: Yeah, we're actually dead in sin. We're actually
0: dead in sin. That's the new man. Yeah. We're dead to our sin yeah. nature. I mean, our sin nature is still there, but we're dead to sin. Sin is not our master. We are not under his dominion anymore. We have a new master, and he is full of grace. We don't need the sin anymore. So I would say that we're not mastered by sin. I mean, that's what the Bible teaches. We are not mastered by sin. We are mastered by Christ. And Paul calls himself a servant or a slave of Christ. We're not slaves to sin. We're slaves to righteousness. We're slaves to Jesus because we love Jesus. Because we're new men, new women. We're sons, and we have the greatest gospel promises we could ever imagine in Jesus. And so, we, when we, we, does that mean we're always going to be consistent? Absolutely not. As it says here, and uh, two, the sanctification is throughout the whole man, yet imperfect in this life. Why wouldn't it be more perfect? Well, we're still sinners. We still are. We're we're connected to the old. But the old is dead, uh, but it still stinks. And so we got to stop harboring treasonous criminals in our attics. You know, we and have I to mean, put away. And, and if anything,
2: yeah. we're going to continually feel worse yeah. about when we look at ourselves. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't believe I put the a criminal in my head. Yeah, yeah, should never
2: be yeah. about us feeling better about ourselves. Man. Or like feeling like we are, we
1: made it.
2: We're, we're making progress in this. Like it. Huh. From this analogy, and from what we believe scriptures to say, is that.
1: It's, at the end of the day, I mean, like you know, we're not gonna on Judgment Day. We're not looking to ourselves. Oh, well, look how I did. Good, I did in sanctification. Yeah. If all, if our mm-hmm. any answer is not Christ, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's
0: God be no merciful. Reason. God, if I'm ever like, oh man, God be a slight less merciful. Or, right, you know, I'm, I'm better. You know, I got, you know, God be merciful to me, a sinner. That's never, that, that never we never get past that. Now, 35 A.D. or thereabouts, let's say Paul began in Christ in 35, whatever it is. And then 64 A.D., let's say he dies at 64. He's saying, I'm the chief of sinners at 64. And that's 30 years of sanctification. And he's saying, I'm the worst of sinners or the chief of sinners after 30 years. Uh, not, not, I am much better than I used to be, thank the Lord.
3: And that's what I so. mean by
0: his acute awareness. He's acute aware. He's much more. It, 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 yes. you're, 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 yeah, it's, it's it's not it's it's less. It's your sophistication is so little here when you first become a Christian of your sin. It takes growing in grace to know your need of grace even more, even further, right?
4: How beautiful that God would start the sanctification process, even though it cannot yet be right. perfect. He's loving us. Yes. It. That's grace. good.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, loving us. It's, yeah.
4: And I think it's a it's isn't wouldn't it then be a signpost of new creation that we're getting a glimpse of um, what it'll be like to oh, yes. be fully sanctified now, mm-hmm. even though even though we are still sinners. Yeah. And um, but that but that we get a taste of it, a glimpse of it How gets us excited about
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> think about the day that I won't even have sin hindering. we're
0: we're, pre- we're preparing for eternity every day. I, I leave that to you guys now. We'll, we'll come back to it one more time next week, and uh, we'll talk about sanctification one more one more week, and then we'll move on to the next one. But I uh, love it. It's a good discussion today, guys. Uh, let's pray before we run out of here. Uh, gracious God, we thank you that you are sanctifying us. We thank you that you give us a glimpse of glory, even in the here and now, uh, while we are yet sinners in this day. And you call us saints, uh, though we are not... Uh, consistent with uh, what we are called in our holy declaration and place of dwelling with Christ in the heavens, now we uh, we still um, play in the in the in the alley ghettos with mud pies when we should be uh, absolutely enamored with the with the eternal life and glories and treasures we have in Christ. We we, we ask that you would give us uh, more of vision for the glories of Christ and the joy of knowing him and loving him with, our, with all of our being and with all of our hearts, soul, and minds. We ask that today you'd sanctify us even more. Give us a full day of time in your word and fellowship with one another that we might be strengthened and nurtured and nourished by your, by your word. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys.